Hey, and welcome to the 12 Stone Church Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to be a part of today's message. We hope it inspires you, encourages you, and deepens your faith in Jesus. Enjoy the message. So welcome to 12 Stone Online. So glad you're joining with us today. And right off the top, we're taking a time out today. A time out from our study in the book of James. We think that timing is right for a, a COVID-19 conversation. So let's just call this a COVID conversation today. Now, I, I don't know how you've been handling this shelter in place and and homeschool teaching, and those things are wrapping up here in Georgia, and I don't know what it's like wherever you are. But here is kind of a, a, a final thought from a music teacher, and, well, I think it just makes sense to all of us. Check it out. All right, as much of the world continues on in isolation, people working from home, they're trying to figure out things to do with their family, uh, things to figure out how to pass the time. Yeah. Lindsay and Kels, a lot of teachers have been going online and coaches trying to, trying to help out their students and, and their athletes. Um, this one teacher in particular, music teacher, I thought was phenomenal. Not only did she pick up an instrument and decide to help out her student and spread some joy, but she wrote a song and as inspiration, she was going to share what she's been going through and how it makes her feel sure. while she is in isolation. Have a look. Hey, so as some of you guys might know, I'm a music teacher and I found that one of the best ways that I can process the whole transition to online learning and teaching is to write a song. So I wrote a song. I'd like to share that with you guys now. Here we go. is contagious. It makes you laugh. We need to laugh because, because the insanity of the season just makes you want to scream. And we're filled with questions, including the most dominant question coming to us at 12 Stone these days. And do you know what it is? Here's the question, when? The question is when? When are we coming back to the church buildings? Yes, we're, we're, we, we've never closed the church. We, we've, been, we've been together as a church. We've been together every weekend online, and God's using it. It's powerful, and the influence is, is significant, and God's forming us and changing us and transforming us and expanding the reach. But, but when? You know, when are we coming back, particularly with all the shifts in the state of Georgia as well as in the, in the nation? For example, the state of Georgia, uh, Governor Kemp has said that, that June 12th, on that Friday, it, it is the, the end of, uh, of the dominant kind of executive orders, this state of emergency, even the shelter in place for those in vulnerable ages and the like. Then this past Friday, the White House stepped up and said, churches are now in the essential category. And he, he closed it with this statement. America doesn't need less prayer, it needs more prayer. So people keep asking, when? When are we coming back 
to the church buildings. Here's, here's what I want to say. I don't think that that's the primary question that's on God's mind. I don't even think that's the first question we need to answer. I think what's on God's mind is the how, not the when. Walk with me in this. It's the how, not the when. Say it to each other in the room, wherever you're gathered, if there's more than one, just say to one another, it's the how, not the when. In fact, I'll just change the question. How are we coming back into buildings? I think God cares more about the how we come back into buildings than than the when. How do you treat one another in the midst of this COVID-19 with different opinions? How we come back together is more important than when we come to, to back together. In fact, here's why I wrote it this way. The how is a matter of obedience and character. Just absorb this. The how is a matter of obedience and character. How we treat one another is what's on God's mind. Because there's all sorts of, 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 if you will, opinions and preferences. The when, well, that's just a matter of a opinion and calendar. Whew. The how is the big deal. And how? God's talked about it. Look at Romans chapter 12. Honor one another above yourselves. That's how. How we come back together? Honor one another above yourselves. That, that's the how. See, the moment you read that, Yo, you, you kind of want to scream like a, like a music teacher. Like, no, nah, I, I don't want it. I don't want to have to be about other people. I have my pressures, my opinions, my preferences, my perspective. I think everybody ought to share my view. In fact, I'm convinced God shares my opinion. It's God and me. And if you don't share the opinion, you're an idiot. Oh, okay, I'm overstating it, but not really. Because that's what goes on in our minds. That's all the how. And if all we can do is be divided in the efforts to come back together through the when of COVID, we might be better off just not coming back together. Because the goal isn't to have somebody share your opinion. It's for all of us to share the principle of Christ. Honor one another above yourselves. If you follow Jesus, you follow his principles. And therefore, in Christ, look at this thought. In Christ, we abandon to a common calling and a common courtesy. In Christ, we abandon to a common calling and common courtesy. This is what it means to be in Christ. We, we go above. Where did I get these thoughts? Where, I, I didn't just make this up. When, when Paul wrote in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, by the power of the Holy Spirit, inspiration, honor one another above yourselves. It's almost as if in Ephesians chapter 4 that he gave us commentary on what it means to honor one another. And, and so this thought comes from Ephesians chapter 4. Look at As a prisoner, you should go ahead, guys. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling. You have a calling. We're going to unpack that. What is our common calling? So live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Now it goes on to describe common courtesy. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient. Bearing with one another in love. He goes on. Make every effort to keep the unity. Say it with me, everybody. To keep the what? Unity. You're in a group. Say it loud and proud. To keep the what? Unity of the spirit. The Holy Spirit gives it, but we have to keep it through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. 
One Lord, one faith, one baptism. And then he wraps it up. One God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Men and women, God, I don't think, cares as much about the when as he does the how. And we have a common calling. By common calling, we just mean that you honor Christ above yourself. See, God has called us up like the phone rang and God has called you up to be forgiven of your sin and restored to him through Jesus. And now you have a calling on your life. You've been called up to something bigger. You've been called up to the kingdom of God and that calling live worthy of the name of Jesus. Listen, when you walk with Jesus, it shapes how you treat other people. It shapes how you manage differences of opinion. It shapes how you handle social media. It shapes how you travel through COVID how we go through these next stages of coming back together. And we all have, if you will, opinions about this. But you've been called up to, to the kingdom team, to Jesus' team. By, by the way, if you, did you watch ESPN with the NFL draft? It, 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 it hit high numbers, of course, this year, uniquely done. But, but in that NFL draft, did you see the story of Mekhi Beckham? Becton. Mekhi Becton, a 21-year-old, six-foot-nine, 364-pound offensive player for the University of Louisiana. And man, when he got the call up, it was awesome. Check this out. Hey, garbage, Hey, Mekhi. Joe Douglas with the Jets. How you doing? I'm doing good. Coach, how you doing? I'm great. How ironic is this? We just talked yesterday, huh? Yes, sir. Hey, man, we remember we talked about those goals that you that you have. Yes, right? sir. Remember, remember our discussion. All right, we're gonna, yes, we're gonna reach all those goals, team and person. Okay, you fired up yes, the New York Jet. Yes, I'm ready. Go, go, go! All right, let's go. I got your back. You got mine. <laughs> that awesome? I mean, what a great call to get. He's been called up. He's been called up from, from the league of college ball to pro ball. He's been called up to a new team with a new jersey, with a new contract, with a new playbook. Man, he's got to live up, worthy to the calling of the Jets. And, oh, and he, and he gets a new reward, a new payday. But By the way, some believe it's going to be an $18 million plus four-year contract with an $11 million signing bonus. Now that's a good day. Man, rise up, Mackay, to your new calling. Live worthy of the Jets jersey you're going to wear. That's the expectation. Man, coach says, man, you got goals, personal goals. You got career goals. Come on, we're going to help you with them. God's calling us up. Now live worthy of the name of Jesus. Because you're on a new team. You wear a new jersey. You got a new name. You got a new contract. You got a new playbook. You got new rewards. Forgiveness of sin and heaven with it. Now live worthy of the name of Jesus. Listen, we're like, unlike anyone else on earth. We've been restored to God. We follow Jesus. We have a common calling. Now go navigate this COVID season and the return from it through it. 
worthy of the name of Jesus. Common calling. Now, then there's this common courtesy. Let's unpack. Let's talk about this common courtesy. That, that's just, we've already read it from Romans 12. Uh, honor one another above yourselves. It's just honor others above yourself. So let me, let me try and give you a picture of this. Uh, kind of a, a common picture that, that might be helpful to help us kind of put this together. How, how does the how work? How, how do we navigate back? How, how do we apply and walk through this COVID-19 season? Uh, let me put it this way. We, 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 we all are going to get back on the road. Okay. We're, we're, and, and, we're, and when we, and as we all get back on the road, we're, we're going to, well, we're, we're, we're going to come to traffic lights. <laughs> now humor me. I know you know the answer, but humor me. Let's just go with the green light for a moment, guys. Let's, green light. When, when you see a green light, what does it mean? Just say it to one another. Humor me. Just say it. Of course it means go. The yellow light. W what's it mean? Right. By the way, I tested this with the staff and, and most people said caution, but somebody said go faster. I'll bet that, that's what some of you are saying. <laughs> By the way, how many of you are the people that when you see a green light, you come up to it, you slow down in case it goes yellow. If you're in that group, I'm the group behind you that, that goes faster and, and almost hit you in the rear. And then we got a both stop and I'm talking to you like we could have both made it. And, and then red, what does red mean? Oh, of course, red means stop. Yeah, or or as, as some staff have said, it, it, it means proceed with caution. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> but, but how many of you have ever gotten a ticket going, for going through a red light? Anybody, if you're willing to share it, just hand up. You know, say it online. You know, just go ahead and post it. Say, that's me. Or, or how many of you should have? How about that? That gets all our hands up, right? And, and see, we're, we're going to hit traffic lights. But, but the reality is we all got to have a common courtesy on the road because that's how we get along. Otherwise, we're going to have accidents and breakdowns and shutdowns because we have common rules. We need common courtesy. But people drive different than us, and it's a bit annoying. And we kind of shame people. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll own it. I, like, like, I talk to people. Do any of you talk to people when you're driving? They're not listening, but I'm in the car talking. I entertain my family with this. So, so I'll say, oh, oh, so you have no blinkers on your car. I'm talking to the driver in front of me when they turn. Thank you very much. Why, why are you even out on the road if you have nowhere to go? That means they're going too slow. They need to speed up. Somebody flies by me. Man, where's the fire? Right? Like, a, like that's too fast. And somebody's too cautious. And then somebody's in the left lane. What do you do in the left lane? I mean, don't you know? And I got to buzz around them in the right lane. By the way, I don't have a 12-stone sticker on the back of my car. And, that, and that's why. But my wife does. Okay, so, so she, she's a safe bet. See, we're going to come back from COVID. And how we drive through COVID is going to matter. So I want to give you three things, three things that you need to know expressing this common courtesy. Here's the first one. There are three different groups. Just jot it down. Think about it. There are three different groups in the way we view COVID. See, for some, their light is red. For some, their light is yellow. For some, their light is green. The idea of coming back and when should we come back, their response to COVID, some, their light is red. Some, their light is yellow. Some, their light is green. Let, let, let's do a little experiment. I'll read the title of an article. You tell me, is the author of this article, is their light red, yellow, or green? Ready? Here's, here's it. It's from the Atlantic. Georgia's experiment with human sacrifice. The state is about to find out how many people need to lose their lives to shore up the economy. Okay, that's the title. That's how they wrote the title. What do you think? What color is that author's light? Huh? Red, of course. See, There are people at this church, 
at Twelve Stone Church and your church and in this world, right now, their color is red. Their light is red. In fact, we took a little moment. And I, some of you listening right now, like, well, of course it is. My light is red. I have good reasons. So we did a little test group, and, and I'm just, here's real life written response from the test group. And some self-identified their light is red. Here's one of them. My wife and I are leaning into the red light for now because of our two sons' unique medical histories. One of my sons has an autoimmune disorder and the other respiratory and heart issues. That was a big battle in this first year of life. So right now, the risk just isn't worth it in our eyes. Even if there's a tiny percentage of either of us catching it, that tiny percentage could be very devastating for our family. Their light is red. You understand it. Here's another from that same test group that said I'm red. I, I, I've heard that people with COVID-19 are dying alone in the hospital because their family members cannot be there with them. I don't want this to be the fate of anyone in my family or my close friends or me. I'm not taking any chances. It may seem like I'm gloom and doom or fear mongering, but the risk is not worth it. There are people in our church whose light is red. Equally, there are people in our church whose light is green. And in the test group, there were some greens. Here was one response. Nearly 1.25 million people are killed in car crashes each year, but we don't shut down the highways. Millions die every year from poor eating habits, but we don't shut down their choices. 56,000 die of the flu each year, but we don't shut down everything for that. We let each person decide their risk. I'm green. Another test group response. This pandemic may have been real at first, but it has been used as a political scheme to hurt the economy and step over constitutional rights. There's a reason YouTube is pulling the videos of highly educated medical professionals who do not support the death counts or fear-mongering. If you're a vulnerable health risk, sure, stay home. But the, that was all that we needed. We are past wise and into foolish, and the cost is beyond what we understand. The cure was worse than the threat. We got to get back to life and work. Both groups, both groups exist in the church. And listen, COVID is such a polarizing thing right now in our culture that it causes division. And then what does scripture say? What was Paul writing? Let's look at it again. Make every effort to keep the unity, the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Listen, there's unity that is a higher calling. And in common courtesy, we protect one another. See, perhaps this is a tool of the evil one to destroy what God is wanting to build in this COVID season. And we can't even come back together because we can't unify. Because we have different color lights. So we shame one another. Oh, you're, you're not my light color. Hmm. But let's not stop. There are people in our church right now and their light is yellow. And again, there were a couple from that test group that I'll read. My family and I most fit into the yellow category. We're very comfortable seeing people and friends we know well and with seeing our close family members. However, we aren't comfortable going out to public places like playgrounds, restaurants, shopping areas, or anything like that yet. Just a more step-by-step -step process. Here's another one from the same test group who said we're yellow. I proceed with caution. I am all for protecting the high-risk community. So when I go out, 
grocery store and the like. I wear a mask. I make sure I uh, abide uh, kind of the arrows on the floor and, and keep my social distance. And when I saw my friends a few weeks ago, we did an air hug. Well, there you have it. We have three different groups. Listen, men and women, we have three different groups. And I, maybe, let me help you think about it, okay? The crew went to play a game, Red Light, Green Light, and they invited me in to join them. We had a little bit of fun, and I think it will help us. Check this out. Hey, Soulstone family. Uh, we are here out at our Lawrenceville campus. Uh, again, bored, looking for something fun to do. We're going to play an adult game of Red Light, Green Light. Thank That's you, Travis. In fact, uh, us and a few of our friends back here are going to go to one side of the parking lot. On the other side is our friend, Pastor Kevin, holding a weapon. Reluctantly. He's, Reluctantly. It was hard. We had to talk was, him into it. I don't really want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So uh, we're going to go to one side, all right? He's going to say green light. We get to run. If he turns around when he says red light, if he turns around and sees one of us moving, he gets to shoot us with a paintball gun. The first person who crosses gets to shoot yes. a paint. What is it? It's a paint bomb. A it's paint a big, bomb. It's a big bomb. That's yes. right. At the losers. So you don't want to be last. Yeah, no. that's a really bad thing. And I just shoot you if I see you moving after? Yeah, you yes, just kind of shoot. All right. Now be kind. What if but... I accidentally hit the other person on purpose? Well, that'll be between you and God. Like, we have to talk about that. That's an well, honor issue. He's a forgiving God. <laughs> Let's go! All right, my strategy is simple. Travis is my shield. I think as long as I'm faster than Travis, or I can use him as a human body shield. I'm going to be like in the middle. I'm going to let people lead, people stay back. Hopefully, I won't be a target. Honestly, I'm just hoping Kevin has a really, really off day. So here's my strategy. I'm probably not gonna go like all the way out because Travis is gonna do that first. He's gonna get pelted. Oh, no doubt. I'm going as fast as I can. I'm going to win and I hope Jeremy loses so I can get retribution for this hair. He's going down. Green light. great fun. I didn't want to shoot him. I'm very reluctant, but it was the rules. I had to play along. 
So where are you? Where are you in this COVID-19 game of red light, green light? If we were to come back together in physical buildings to worship while we remain online, there are people who, if we did it in June or July and August, would be at, well, at least three different places, kind of like that game. See, if this were the picture and, and, and we were to look at it, we would say, well, well all moving forward, there's always going to be some people who are green light. They're kind of the front runners and they don't mind taking risks and they take some hits and they're just like, man, we got to get this over with and get this done. And there's always that in, in, in the world. And there's always going to be yellow. There people who are not at the front, but they're not at the last. And they're cautious, but they're, but they're not the furthest back and they're not the furthest forward. And there's going to be red light people running like, oh, very cautious about this. I think we need to be far more careful. I'm not going to take any risks. I don't want to get hit. Listen, where are you? If we say the when is whenever we pick, you're going to be one of those. And here's the key. Wherever you are, you have to honor one another above yourself. We got to change the conversation. The conversation isn't to run around and tell everybody your light color. I'm red. Oh, I'm yellow. I'm, I'm green. It's to get out of your shoes to step into theirs and have a conversation. What's your light? See, I, I had to drop by a dealership and, and saw a guy I hadn't seen for a few months, but I know him and it's bad, good to see. You. And I, I walked up and said, hey, by the way, just, is your light green? Is your light yellow? Is your guy light red? It took me two seconds to explain those. He goes, oh, oh, I'm green. So we shook hands. That was awesome. Now I didn't touch my face or anything. And I walked back to the car and I got some Purell. Okay. I mean, everybody, everybody's kind of got their way. So that's the first thing. There's three different opinions. The second thing you need to know when it comes to this common courtesy is there's no right or wrong. Oh my goodness. Write it down. Get it in your head. Get it in your heart. There's no right or wrong. Between these three different views of COVID, there's no right or wrong. Meaning there, there, this could be hard for you to hear. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's no better or best. There's, there's, there's no color that's more us and less us. You know, at 12 Stone, we are not a, 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 a green light. We, we are not a light as green church. And that's who we are as a church. That's going to be our identity as a church. So we flash the green in. This is our church, just to let you know. We're not a, our light is yellow church. And, and, and that's who we are. And that's who we're going to be. And you better join that. We're, we're not our light is red church. And, and, and we're the light is red at this church. And that's who you have to be. Men and women, we are not one particular color. We are the traffic light. Light them all up. We're the whole traffic light. We are one church, three different opinions. If, if you have to have the whole church be your light color, you're going to be in trouble here and everywhere. Because listen, there's no right or wrong. Here's what I mean. When it comes to COVID opinions and when we come back, there's no right or wrong. When we come back, is it not a biblical issue? Most of your opinions on COVID is not a biblical issue, a moral issue, or a doctrinal issue. But how you treat other people is. And so we got to get familiar with what God is teaching us on the how. Let's go right back to Scripture. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be humble. It means you don't know it all. Hey, 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 pause, pause. 
oh, there is a right, my opinion, pause, pause. We have medical professionals, some whose light is red, some whose light is yellow, some whose light is green. We have facts and statistics backing up every light color. Just stop it. There's too much we don't know. There is justification in each opinion. So you got to be humble because we don't know everything. And you don't. Gentle. Treat other people with the respect you want to be treated. Patient like God is patient with you. Bear with one another. In love. Why do you have to bear with? Why did he write that? Because sometimes people are a bear. I mean, they are annoying. Have you noticed that? I mean, you're wearing your mask and they're not. And you're just thinking, what is wrong with you? Why don't you have a mask? You're not wearing a mask and they do. It's like, what is wrong with you? Why do you have one? And everything in between. We got to stop the shaming. We aren't coming back and all going to join your color light. The kingdom of God doesn't operate that way. It couldn't. So there's a third thing you need to know. I need to know your light more than you need to know mine. In other words, we got to stop this. You need to know where I stand. Start with hey, what is your color? So that you can engage them with appropriate honor. I'm going to honor you above myself. Hey, if, if I'm red and, and you're green, I'm not going to cross my red lines, but I'm going to respect. Okay, be green. I'm, I'm green, you're red, you, you have a mask, you have gloves, you have, okay. In fact, probably if you're red, I, I won't even see you. <laughs> Stop the shaming and start honoring. Unlike anywhere else on earth. In fact, this isn't maybe just a message for the church, not just for our church, maybe for the whole church, nationally and internationally. Maybe this is the message for the whole world. Maybe the whole point is this, that God would transform us if we would join him. And your opinion, it changes. Like, when it comes to restaurants, I'm probably more green. I would go to a restaurant. But maybe when it comes to a sporting event, I'm more yellow. I don't think I'm going to be in a group of 50,000 people. But, but maybe when it comes to air travel, for now, I may be more red light. But what's important is that we can have different opinions without being divided. Hear this. We can have different opinions without being divided because God is not divided. Look at the last of that scripture. There's one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Listen, God's not joining your opinion. You're joining his. And the when is not important. The how is what's on God's mind and how we come together matters most. So where are you? Where are you in all this? See, we want to know. And so starting today and these next several days, maybe a week or so, we're going to take a survey. And we're going to ask you, what color is your light? You go to 12stone.com. It's two minutes. This isn't a long, complicated one. It's two minutes. We want to know where you are. It's going to help inform our when. And by the way, when the... When the White House finished and said, America doesn't need less prayer, we need more prayer, we agree. So let me just tell you, the first couple of gatherings, 
with appropriate social distancing. And let me just pause. I'm not sure I even think social distancing is the right language anymore. We're not socially distancing. We're physically distancing, but we're socially together. Maybe that should be the new language. And when we invite people to come in, it'll be the greens. I understand. But everything gets lifted here June 12th. So on June 13th, that Saturday, we're going to have a men's prayer gathering. We are a church, as Vision 2021 says, who is rooted in prayer. America needs more prayer, not less. Let's go get this. Details will be coming. Then on June 27th, we'll have a women's prayer gathering. Then with responses from your survey, we'll figure out, are we going to have our first gathering and worship on a weekend in July, in August? When are we going to do that? And how are we going to do this appropriately for kids? What's going to be the decision for schools? Because listen, we care about our kids, their safety. We're going to protect and honor that. All this is going to come together with the when, but the most important thing is how. And that's what I want to pray over you. Father, bow your heads with me, everyone. Father, by the power of your spirit, would you make us a people who attends to how? Maybe before this, it never occurred to us that we are tools of division when we join the world system. And you are retraining us, Lord Jesus, to be people who have a common calling in you and a common courtesy with one another. Father, teach us how to care about somebody else's light. Are they red light, yellow light, green light? But we're a traffic light church. How to come back together in a way that lets us shine the light of your kingdom in a world that's dark and divided. How to be people who can have different opinions without being divided and come together under your calling, worthy of your name. Shift our thinking and living. By this, may we be transformed and may you be glorified. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you again for spending time with us today. A special thanks to those of you who generously give through 12 Stone. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. And if you want to learn more about 12 Stone, make sure you follow us on social at 12 Stone Church and check out a location or a watch party near you. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you could subscribe, share it with your friends, hit the share button, or even take a screenshot and throw it in your social stories. And make sure to tag 12 Stone Church. Let it be a blessing to somebody else. Thank you again, and we'll catch you on the next one.